Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Sherry Cliff. I got another exciting show for you tonight. My guest tonight is Ishmael Gaynor. He's a comedian from New York City. And welcome to the show tonight, Ishmael. Oh, thank you, Sherry. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you. You're welcome. Now, our audience doesn't have... Can you hear me okay? Okay, I have a little bit of feedback. Okay. Yeah. Can you um, tell our listeners um, who you are and what you're all about? Uh, My name is Ishmael Gaynor. I'm a stand-up comedian, as you said earlier. Um, I'm just a regular – I like a – I'm a run-of-the-mill comedian. Not only say run-of-the-mill. I'm like a – I'm one of those – I guess like I, I'm a realistic comic. I'm more of a conversationalist kind of comic, uh, where I tell a few jokes, um, like about real life situations and things about my family, stuff like that. Uh, stuff like that. Yeah, pretty much. I I mostly perform in um, New York, like in uh, Harlem and uh, in Manhattan at Broadway Comedy Club and Gotham Comedy Club, uh, most of the time. So uh, yeah, it's it's a good it's good being exceeded, I guess. Yeah, no, I've talked to a lot of comics, and I've heard that, you know, this type of business or career is very difficult. Do you feel that's difficult? Uh, no, not not really. Um, the only difficult part, I feel, is, like, trying to find people to tell jokes in front of. Like, that's the hardest part, but I feel like writing jokes or being funny in general is, like, kind of like a second nature thing. Most of the time, if you decide to pursue it. So I, I feel like that's not that's not the hard part, but the hardest part is just finding places like uh building tr- having people who trust you that you're funny enough to like, you know, for them to entertain them for an hour or an hour and a half. You right. know, stuff like that. I feel like that's the hard part. But other than that, writing jokes is kind of right. you know, just you finding your formula. You know. Right, I you I you would totally think that trying to entertain someone by yourself or a group of people for an hour that it seems like a challenge. I mean, you have to really get to know your audience ahead of time, wouldn't you, to know what kind of things to throw out well, there I mean, to them? Well, I feel like for every comedian, it's a little bit different. So, like for myself. Um, being a conversationalist, I can kind of ease my way, ease my way to gaining the trust from people. It's kind of like, uh, like how you, like on a first date, if you were going in a first date, you know, the first few minutes is awkward, of course, but like, you know, uh, but you try to get them comfortable. You try to get the other person comfortable and just have like a natural moment between the two. And I feel like that kind of smooths everything out for yourself. Afterwards, then after that, I'm I'm kind of just being myself and just getting to a place where 
the jokes are just natural. It where there's like there's natural stuff that's in the room, and then of course there's written stuff that I have that you know that uh, I think is is will work anywhere. That type of <laughs> that type of stuff. <laughs> right. Right now, yeah, yeah. how long have you been a comedian for? Um, well, I mean, I guess I've been doing stand up for about four years, but I mean, I've been funny my whole life. I'll put it like that. I started <laughs> comedy in uh, in um, in DC, Washington DC, at um, at uh, DC Improv was the first club I ever performed at, and it was really good. Uh, it was just, it was a really good situation just I it was really dope. <laughs> it's actually funny yeah. the first time I ever performed, uh it was um at like a regular open mic. Like most people, you know, most comics they go to an open mic and there was no there was like there was supposed to be a DJ with a mic and there was uh no microphone. So um. we kind of we did kinda of like almost spoken word kind of with no microphone. We were just talking to a group of people and it was dark, and I'm a dark-skinned black comic, so you couldn't even see my face most of the time I was performing. So they was just strictly hanging on the jokes, and uh, I did I did pretty well. It was a lot of people. A lot of people usually have a horrible first show. It was all right. It was you know people chuckled a few times. <laughs> I was like, all right, you know, I got I got through this good, and that was that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right now, you said you're, you've been pretty much naturally funny your whole life has someone in your family like inspired you to be that way um well my grandfather was funny when i was uh younger uh he was you know um, i lived with my grandparents I, my mom and my dad we all lived in around the same area but my i used to live with my grandparents as a, a small child and my grandfather was really funny um always was funny and my mom and my dad are both funny in different ways though like uh my dad's more like actor funny like, if you around around the white circumstances, he can make people laugh. And my mom's like naturally just, shoot, just she can make a few <laughs> people laugh at a few. Like no matter where you go, she'll make you laugh. Like she'll make something funny, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. that is so awesome. Yeah. So I I my one of my questions was going to be, does your family support you being a comedian? And I would, I can I say yes on that one? Um, I mean, now, <laughs> now they do. Yeah. When I was younger, when I first started comedy, my mom thought, my mom wanted me to be a lawyer. So she oh, was like, all moms. Wait a minute. no. Wait a minute. We all moms want to be lawyers. Yeah, 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 true. But my mom was like, oh. kind of like, no, no. And my dad was um, in entertainment. My, mom, my dad was in entertainment, so he was, um, he didn't like the idea either, but you know he he understood like hey you know maybe he'll this is a phase maybe he'll grow out of this you know that type of stuff. I was like twenty three, so I was still relatively young, but um I'm still young in general, but <laughs> I was like twenty three, so right. I, I figured like they figured I would probably grow out of it, and then I kind of doubled down on them like nah I'm gonna do this, um, it, you know <laughs> it became great. To be in a good situation. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Now, how, how long yeah. have you been doing comedy for? I think you had said. And... Yeah, about four years. Around four, I just actually just oh, came yeah. up on four years now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, awesome. But I would say, like, you know, 
four year, like my first two years, I did in uh, Washington D.C. Um, and mm-hmm. then coming to New York was like a different challenge, all in itself. And I'll say like these last two years have uh, definitely helped me out as a as a stand up at least, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because just New York is just tougher. It's not DC is a great city, has a lot of opportunities for young comics. Um, but New York is just, you know, it's gritty. <laughs> it's gritty. People, the first time oh. I've been told, like, the first time I've ever been booed was in New York. So I've never been booed ever before in life. But <laughs> New York, somebody was like, boo. I was like, wow. Okay. This happened. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of like that. Oh, you know, it's it's so great to hear. You know, I mean, you've you've been in it for four years. You're doing a great job, and you know, I've heard a lot about you. And now you're you're even helping to produce some of these comedy shows, correct? Uh, yes, yes, yeah. I produce a lot of shows. I think I produce about like eight shows, eight comedy shows. Um, wow. Some of them I run. Some of them I don't run. Just some of them I I don't partake at all but uh the main one i run a brunch show in harlem at the shrine in harlem um it's a really good it's a really good show because it's only like about it's usually about three hours long not like the whole comedy show but like you know people come they sit down they we have a fun time but we get a lot of really mm-hmm. good um comedians come and the show is free so we typically oh, get wow. to get a big crowd in yeah yeah it's great because we get to get a big crowd in and we get to have people, you know, come and enjoy up-and-coming comedians along with some well-known comics coming through. And it's every week. So that's, like, the dope thing about it, you know. And, right. No. And, it's, and it's, a, it's an R-rated room, too. So it's like, <laughs> so you get to hear real stuff, you know, say no, no sugar-coated stuff at all. Wow. That sounds awesome. Yeah. It really does. Now, can can you tell us when you do these? So if anyone's listening and is in that area, they can come out and see it? Yeah, I do. Um, we have the Brown Sugar Comedy Brunch. Uh, that's every Sunday at uh, 4 o'clock um, p.m. every single Sunday. Even uh, Thanksgiving will be coming up soon. And uh, we'll even write the week the, that Sunday afterwards. Usually most places don't perform, but we'll have a show then. And, um then outside of that, I do a show at Silvana, um every third Monday, which um, at 8 o'clock, um, we do a show. Um, I do a show at uh, Grizzly Pear, and, um, which, is a, which is a comedy club down, um, downtown in Greenwich Village. Uh, that's at um, – it's a very – it's very on Sundays. Uh, it's usually like every other Sunday, but um, like Sunday night, like at ten o'clock. So uh, yeah, it's a it's a good show, uh, good show to go to too as well. Uh, we run a show at Yonkers Comedy Club as well, um, every second Thursday. Um, yeah, in, in at, at eight o'clock. You know, it's a really good wow. comedy show. Yonkers doesn't have Yonkers isn't a part of the city, so it has like a very good cluster crowd, and um, usually it's a very good audience. Uh, always in Yonkers. Always have a great show there. And um, we run a show in Washington, D.C. at uh, D.C. Draft House um, once a month. Um, it varies on the dates, but 
It runs the month usually mm-hmm. eight o'clock. So. Do Do you usually work in a, with a team of comedians when you do this? Is it always the same people each time? No, no, no. We always get different different comedians. I do have a core group of comics where one of us will probably be on the lineup, but um, mm-hmm. majority of the times we uh, we choose different comics depending on uh, what like what what we think the show the theme of the show. Like um, our brunch show is more uh, we we are more we try to get more uh, lady comics, uh, lady comedians to come through uh, because. It's brunch, and brunch is girly, so we want more. We want more. We want more ladies there, because you know, it's kind of weird to it's kind of weird to run a show and have five guys come up and they do weird jokes about you know, about their penis or whatever they whatever they want whatever they're going to be talking about. Women typically have a better way of telling those jokes, so they'll do the same jokes, same similar jokes, but. They have a better way of saying it, and plus, people are more excited to see a lady to come on stage anyway. You know, so, but um, yeah, just different lineups, different lineups. That's really funny. See, I I wouldn't know these things, so this is this is really informative right here. <laughs> mm-hmm. It um, is. It is. Do you? Yeah. Do you see a big difference between? I mean, you're talking men and women comics being different. Let's say we get you both in at a night time. Would it be that different between the two? Well, I, I mean, like I mean, I'm just me understanding the question before I answer. So you're saying are there major oh, differences, like if at the clubs you're saying, or are you saying in like yeah, in the sure. or yeah. Um, um yeah, there's the there's there's a lot there's a lot of difference because we're just you know people are different people. In general, so like you know, every style, every comedian is going to be just a little bit different. But um, there's certain things ladies can get away with, and just in general, that you know, uh, men can't get away with. And there's certain things that you know, there's certain like politics. If you talk about politics as a male comic, people don't kind of think anything. They don't kind of second guess it because you know that that's typically what everybody's used to seeing from like Chris Rock or whatever, and there's not a lot of lady comics who talk about politics as a major stand-up comedian. I mean, there there are a lot. I don't want nobody tweeting me or going crazy at me uh, <laughs> saying, like, there's, mm-hmm. no, like, no lady. But I'm saying usually, typically, like, women talk more about themselves, their their life, their experiences being a woman. And, um, and, you know, especially with this climate where everybody wants, you know, everybody wants inclusion, more inclusion. And shows uh, definitely people are much more excited to see women come on stage and and talk about different topics and uh, different things and probably let's say like Monique used to talk about or Joan Rivers used to talk about back in the day like talk about more things that's like current now even if you both like I give an example save me and save you were a stand up if me and you talked about the same exact thing like they would people would get just a different reaction from how you say it than how I say it, regardless of subject or subject matter at all. And they would just right. look at you and be like, oh, you could tell a joke, you could tell a joke about like, oh, you know, guys, guys with, guys with small things, guys with small penises, like will never get love. And then people will look at you mean. But if I say a joke about guys with small penises, then people will go, oh man, like he must have a small penis. That like that, <laughs> the trade-off would be different. You know, like that way is what I'm saying. Right. Like, yeah. 
that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. And, you know, there's so many different types of comics out there and different types of um, topics that they use and the way that they mm-hmm. express themselves. You're so right because I interviewed a comic a while back and he was great on stage. Awesome. I'm telling you, he was amazing. <laughs> and then when I had him on the radio, because he couldn't show his, like, what was funny about him was the way he looked and the way he um, did gestures with his body and the way yeah, he yeah. Physical presented yeah, physical himself was yeah. really, yeah, it was really funny. But when I got him on the radio, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, it's just not there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I felt so bad. I felt so bad. There's a lot of guys like that. Some people are introverts too, so they don't. When they when they're not on stage, they kind of the stage gives them that leverage to feel brave to say stuff. Like people with Twitter, you know, people on Twitter they'll Mm -hmm. say some of the craziest stuff they've ever heard, and they'll be hilarious. And then you'll get a person (laughs) there like, "Hi, I'm John, and um, I do accounting, and yeah," and they don't ever say anything crazy in person, you know, so. <laughs> now, how you, you said you're naturally funny, so you must come out with stuff, like, constantly. People are around you. You must be one of those guys that just keep everybody going all day long. I can't, <laughs> that's all I can think of. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I, I come out with a, de- a decent amount of material. I usually try to um, try to write jokes uh, every day. Sometimes, you know, of course, not able to do it, but I usually try to write jokes every day or at least uh, definitely when you come to my show, I always come with new material, um, especially for the weekly show, because I host the weekly show every Sunday at uh, 4 p.m. in uh, Harlem night, I mean, at the, uh, at the Shrine. And I, I always try to come with new material just to make sure, you know, the, for the regulars that come, that I'm not giving them the same show that they saw like a month ago, you know, stuff like that. So, but uh, I'm not worried about any type of topics that could, that could, that I think is funny. Um, usually, typically, if I think it's funny, I think it will work anywhere. So, like, uh, like I, I was writing a joke earlier today uh, about um, how I feel like chubby, chubby male leads they never have chubby lip male leads in movies. Like, there's never... Like, there's, like, Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. But there's a rare exception. We're never the love interest. Even Seth Rogen, the angle is that he's just this slob and that this one beautiful girl likes him. But, like, there's never, there's never like... There's real life, there's a chubby guy that is, like, getting all the girls. And I'm going to name that movie called Fat Josh. And it's just going to be vague, mm-hmm. so no one's going to know. <laughs> whether or not what type of movie this is. They're just going to go in and think it's going to be like an action hero movie or it could just be a romantic comedy or he could be a serial killer. You know what I'm saying? We could just package it any type of way we want. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Now that's good. It's risky though, trying to joke that you haven't even tried on stage though. I didn't even try that joke on stage. That Mm -hmm. was risky. (laughs) <laughs> now, yeah. do you stick with the same topics pretty much, or what what type of topics do you um, talk about? No, no, no. I'll talk about uh, family. Um, 
I'll talk about like whatever current topics is in the news. Um, I try to stay away from politics because I'm not like a I'm not good with politics. Like, and I don't think I want to take people away from from um, from sometimes the you know political noise, whether regardless of whoever they vote for or whatever. I don't really care. So uh, most of the time, I try to talk about just regular basic stuff like uh, celebrities, movies that's going on. Um, you know, you'll you'll always have like an Avengers joke in the bag, or <laughs> or or like a Quiet Place joke, whatever you know, whatever movie that comes out. Music is always a really good topic, I think, for any any people in general, no matter where you're from. You mostly listen. You everyone listens to music. So even if you don't want to listen, like I'm not a country music fan, but like there, everybody knows Taylor Swift. Like it don't matter where you come from. She's not really country music anymore. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying that's my only country music reference. <laughs> I can give a person. Yeah. <laughs> so anybody can anybody you know right. can, can can know that in general. Right. Right. Now we're. How do you practice? Do you practice in front of a group of people or by yourself? Uh, How do you know which, well, I mean, what's with, really, like, going to get people? Well, when I first started, um, I would go, I would practice, like, in the mirror. But then sometimes, like, as you're hearing jokes, as you're telling jokes, you're kind of, some of the jokes are entertaining to you. So... You're kind of just telling those same jokes. You're telling what you think would be funny, and then I tell those to people. And it's kind of like you know when you're in when you're in school and you heard a comedian, you hear a joke from a comedy special or something like that, and you go, "Hey man, man, this joke, this joke right here, I heard." Like, hold on, hold on, wait. It's kind of that same type of energy. <laughs> it's like, right. That right. same energy. I take that to the stage, and I just go. But I just those are my own jokes. You know that I mm-hmm. use, but. Yeah, I, I feel like that works. Now, you yeah. didn't go through any sort of special training or anything like that? This is all? No, 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 no. I I, wow. I, I was very curious of trying to go and get special training. But um, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes, I, sometimes I feel like if you have a good, like, I, this is a basketball reference if anybody loves basketball. But if you shoot a good jump shot, you don't need to go and see a shooting specialist on helping out your three-point jump shot. You know what I'm saying? If you already shoot the three the three ball really well, just keep practicing your three-point jump shot. And you don't need you don't need to keep you don't need to go to a shooting specialist like how can I make this release better? You don't need to do that. Just keep shooting. Just keep shooting and shoot faster or whatever you need to do. Find your rhythm and shoot at your pace. And that's kind of how um my my advice is for anybody who would try the comedy, just find what comes natural and just don't try to fight that. Like whatever you naturally do, try to just enhance that and then enhance the weaknesses. Like you can always become structurally more funnier, but you can, there's books and stuff like that for that. Or, you know, if you want to take a class, you could do that as well. But typically for me, I just try to find, I try to, I will try a joke, whether a show or open mic, and then if if I get a big laugh and maybe it wasn't structurally funny, I'll go back and then I'll try to kind of cut off words to uh, find out. Like there's always some useless words that you say in a conversation that you wouldn't say if you 
um, if you had it prepared, I guess. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, so then I would do that. Like, because when you're saying it up there, even though I'm a conversationalist comic, I wanted to come off like still like very struck, like a little bit more structure to it, you know. So just cut out all the right. words, and then we're all it'll all come together. I feel. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. I mean, have you ever found yourself up up there on stage and like no one laughed at something you thought was really funny? Oh yes. Why aren't they getting it, right? <laughs> well, sometimes it's me. Sometimes it's me. And I feel like comedy is more, stand-up is more of an energy-sharing thing. It's like that moment. It's like if you were sitting at a lunch table in high school and you had that one friend who can make all of you guys laugh, all your, your all your, you meaning that can make all your friends laugh, that kid was probably, right. y'all were all tuned in that moment. And it kind of is just like an energy thing. So everybody goes, oh, man, we were all, we just were in on this. And I feel like that's the same thing with in stand-up. Early on, I try to establish the connections with everyone. When it's a bigger audience, it's harder to do. But in a smaller audience, like 50 people or 100 people, uh, it's easier to establish. But when it's like, I've never performed for over over 600 people. But I'm pretty sure it's harder the the it's easier the larger the crowd is the smaller the crowd is it's harder to make those connections. But in okay. the bigger crowds, you kind of can just tell jokes and when one person starts laughing, all of the energy starts happening and then everyone starts coming coming together. But yeah, the harder times is when you're in like a place where nobody wants to hear you tell a joke, like at a place that's not structured for comedy. Like a um, mm-hmm. like a coffee shop. Coffee shops are horrible to tell jokes at. A bowling alley, I did stand up at. And a bowling alley is mm-hmm. one of the worst places you could ever tell jokes in. But if you can make people laugh, then you know that you're, you know, you're really funny. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Definitely. Yeah. Now, we have about four minutes left. Is there any tips that you would like to tell um, new comedians just starting out um, of what they can do to kind of help them along? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, well, the first thing I would do is if I was a new comic, I would, uh, if you're a new comedian and you want to go, I would do research. I'm a firm believer in, like, learning the entertaining part aspect for yourself. So, like, go and find where your local open mics are. Uh, go and watch a few open mics before you ever decide to go do stand-up. If you, like, go and support your local art scene first. Um, and then write you up, like, a good, if you feel like, you know, you're you're funny, write you up a good five minutes and try an open mic. If that doesn't work for you, always just go to your local comedy club, and they usually have classes. And um, they can help you write and structure your jokes. Um, you know, they have, usually have a writer as there, and they can help you write and structure your jokes. I feel like those two ways are the best ways to start comedy, uh, really. And then from there on out, just try to find every stage you possibly can. So try to get on and perform and everywhere. And every stage will teach you different. And there'll be like black rooms, and then there'll be white mainstream rooms, and then there'll be uh, 
set bars, and then there'll be clubs, and then there'll be it's just it'll be just such a fun ride. It, you definitely should if you thinking about it. You should definitely try. It. Just just go ahead and try it, and try it for a year. And if it doesn't go well, then you don't never have to do it again. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> That's right. Now, yeah. thank you so much for giving that tip. And is there any way that someone can get in touch with you? Um, we have about two minutes. Okay, cool. I mean, um, I'm on Instagram um, at funnyguyish. You can um, just add me. I read all the messages and everything. Um, Facebook, my name is Ishmael Gainer. And on Twitter, um, I have it's Twitter, same thing, funnyguyish. Uh, or you can type in Ishmael Gainer. I have two different accounts, so you can find me either one, and um, you, can, you can message me there. I have a YouTube page as well, and um, I have a uh, podcast myself that's coming out called uh, Talking Ish. So I'll, you know, if you definitely want to be able to link up with me, I'll be there definitely. Awesome. Well, you'll totally have to yes. let me know more about that as well, so we can share it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Mhm. So if Ishmael, thank you so much for coming out and joining me tonight. And it was a pleasure having you on the show. And thank you to all of our listeners. I hope you had fun listening and get some really great tips right there, Ishmael. Thank you so much for sharing those. <laughs> no, no, no and problem. Thank all of you guys. Thank you, Sharon. You're welcome. And look for – go back and listen to the show and find out all the places he's going to be at. And go watch him. Because it's really interesting. I, I got to make my way to New York and see one of these shows one of these times. <laughs> definitely, so, definitely. I'll clear the spot for you. Right up in the front. Excellent, <laughs> excellent. <laughs> well, thank you once again, Ishmael Gaynor. Have yourself a great night. And if you're here in the North Base, keep warm because I hear it's going to 18 degrees tomorrow morning. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, everyone. All right. I know. All right, well, everyone, have yourself a great night, and thanks again for listening. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.